Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. that actually a lot of people in this room presented a dream that they felt like would be most palatable to the person they were speaking with. Because when we're inside our own minds, if we allow ourselves to have big imaginations and dream really big, we think of really big things. But we get freaked out because we're not supposed to be dreaming. It's just little old us. And so what I want you to get is that you get, you get one chance at this. You get one chance at this beautiful, precious life. And you're holding yourself back and making yourself small because you're worried about what a stranger is going to think of you. So when I was a little girl, um, I was a huge book nerd. Um, I had any other book nerds in this place? Yes. Oh, no, I still am, but I know. Just give it a minute. I was a huge book nerd for a very specific kind of title. I had braces. I had headgear. What? Do they still make kids wear headgear to school? What was wrong with our parents? Who felt like, can I tell you truthfully, can I tell you this for real? Sweet Noah girl, my daughter, she's five, if you're not familiar. Beautiful, human, hardest thing in the whole world and is going to either be president or run a gang in prison. <laughs> it is my job to figure out how to keep one of those from happening. Beautiful human, has glasses. She's only five, but she's got little glasses. Um, she looks exactly like Mirabelle from Encanto. Does anyone know that movie? She went to the eye doctor last week. I don't know if I told you this, Hassan. She went to the eye doctor last week. It's not funny. <laughs> I am an a-hole. Um, she got glasses and now in kindergarten, she got an eye patch. She's like, little pirates. She called me at the eye doctor. She was so pumped about her eye patch. I was like, yes, queen. Rock that astigmatism. The point is I had headgear, didn't have a lot of friends. And so I spent a lot of time at my local library. And at my local library, they had a full collection of a series of books called Choose Your Own Adventure. Anybody read Choose Your Own Adventure books in the 80s? Thank you. You are the first audience that is tracking this. What is wrong with these other places? These books were amazing. And now I did check. You can get them on Amazon. Like you can get the vintage. I think I'm going to buy all 20 and just see where I can go. But if you're not familiar with Choose Your Own Adventure books, they had these like outlandish, crazy fantasies. So all of them were something like the Bigfoot adventure, the shark hunting adventure, the Yeti, the other mythical creature. And the idea was that you would open the book and it would be like, you are an adventurer. And you're going to read the first chapter. And when you get to the end of that chapter, it's going to say, if you want to climb into the ice cave, turn to page 10. And if you want to battle the Yeti to the death, Turn to page 22. But the whole point was that you got to read the book the way you wanted to. You choose your own adventure. And at the beginning of every single one of these books was a message. <clears throat> the top of it said, beware and warning. This book 
is different. Oh! This guy coming in with the sound effects. This book is different than other books. You and you alone are in charge of what happens in this story. You get that this, I'm talking about your life. You get that that's, okay, just making sure. There are dangers, choices, adventures, and consequences. You must use all your numerous talents and much of your enormous intelligence. The wrong decision could end in disaster, even death. The 80s were dramatic. But don't despair. At any time, you can go back and make another choice, alter the path of your story, and change the result. At any time, you can go back and change the path of your story and alter its result. You have these ideas in your head and your heart, but you get so wrapped up in what might happen if you fail that you're afraid to even try. Who worries about getting it wrong or failing or falling short? Right. Can I ask you a question? Like, let's just be real. Are you afraid of failing or are you afraid of them watching you fail? Because one of those is your ego. Your ego is this thing, and I don't mean like egomaniac, I mean the identity that you have of yourself that says this is who Sarah is. This is who Dwayne is. This is who Becky is, and they don't step outside of this lane. Probably because at some point in your life you did. You showed up to seventh grade and you did that thing where we bleached just the two front tendrils. <laughs> and someone made fun of you, right? You signed up for Glee Club and you sang too loud and someone told you that your voice was ugly and you never opened your mouth again. You tried to have a small business and the business failed and you think that you're worthless. You tried to do something and you lost money or you lost your job. You did something and it didn't work out and somewhere along the way, you quit trying. Because humans will actually stay inside this space, this comfort zone that we're in, we'll stay here even if it sucks. Because at least this is a suck we know. Right? I know how to do this sucky life. I know how to be in this marriage that died a long time ago. I know how to keep going back to this relationship again and again even though it's hurting me. I know how to self-soothe. I know how to reach for alcohol. I know how to reach for pills. I know how to reach for porn. I know how to reach for food. I know how to reach for things that will numb me out so I don't have to be conscious of how hard this really is. Because at least this is a hard that I know. Because what happens if I put myself out there and I get kicked down again? Because all I see on social media is everybody else's finish line, and I'm afraid to start. I'm afraid to start because I know deep in my heart I'm not blank enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not young enough. I'm not old enough. I'm not successful, have enough resources, have enough money. I already have the whole litany in my mind of all the reasons this isn't for me. That's why you talked yourself out of telling a stranger the real dream. You actually were dreaming of starting your own small business, but you told them that you were excited to finish college because that is an acceptable thing for someone like you. That's Sarah's ego. The truth is, the freaking truth is that the only way to have a life that is different than the one that you have today, the only way to do something that you're gonna look back on later and be proud of is you are gonna have to push yourself outside the comfort zone. And it is going to be uncomfortable because evolution is hard. And here's the thing, when you start to dream and when you actually take steps to go for something, a lot of people in your life get really uncomfortable. 
Who's ever tried to do anything that stepped outside of the norm and the people in your life got real uncomfortable? Either they were passive aggressive, they were straight up aggressive, they told you they were worried about you. Oh, we are just so worried about you. You have changed. You know what the only response to you have changed is? Thank you, I was trying. People in your life who push back when you try and better yourself, it's because you are a mirror. When you show up in a different way and you challenge yourself to do anything that is outside the norm, you hold up a mirror to them. When you do something to challenge yourself, it reminds them that they are still stuck. And for whatever reason, whether it is fear or malice or insecurity, I want you to hear me. Mediocre will always try and drag you back down to mediocre with it. Because if we all can just stay here and keep doing the same stuff, then they don't have to look at their own heart. But if you were raised to be a people pleaser, if you were raised to be a good girl or a good boy, then you are terrified of someone else being bothered by your dream. Who knows what I'm talking about? See, the first time I went to a personal development conference, I had no idea what I was in store for. I did not grow up any kind of thing like this. I didn't even know personal development was a thing until a decade ago. I was in a period in my life where I was having debilitating anxiety. Anyone here struggle with anxiety? Yeah, I see you. It is such a brutal experience. And mine was getting really bad. So I had um, a five-year-old and a four-year-old. And I was working full-time, and I had a team of six people, being an entrepreneur. Shout out to my entrepreneurs. It is so much. It is so hard. And I would come home every day, and on the drive home from work, I would start to get really anxious. Because I know that I'm exhausted, and also my five-year-old and four-year-old do not care that I'm tired. They just want mom. So I'm going to walk in the door, I'm going to make dinner, and I'm already nervous that maybe my temper's going to be short. And so as soon as I would walk in my front door, I would go directly to the refrigerator and I would pour myself a box of wine. Yeah. Because if I could have a glass of box wine, then I could calm down just enough that I could feel the anxiety start to recede and I felt like I could be a better mom. Because at least in a state where I was a little bit buzzed, I wouldn't yell at them. And if I yelled at them, I heard my daddy come out of my mouth. And that made me feel so much shame that I would have some more wine. So I would do this, and this worked for a minute. Our self-soothing mechanisms, they worked for a minute, but then one glass of wine wasn't enough anymore. So now I have a glass and a half, and then I have two, and then I have two and a half, and then I'm waking up every single day with a hangover. And I had never heard of another mama with little kids who woke up every day with a hangover. And I felt so much shame that it would make my anxiety worse. And it was just a cycle, right? Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. 
transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. I did this with food. I would binge eat food. Anyone here an emotional eater? Yeah. You do that thing where like you go into the kitchen at night and there's like a cake and you're like, I'm just going to clean up this row. And then you get there and you're like, oh, I made too big of a divot. I got to, I got to even it. And then the more you eat, the more shame that you feel. And at some point, something clicks in your head, and now you're spiraling, and you're thinking, screw it. Screw it. Let's eat everything. Let's eat Ritz with cream cheese. Let's get in there. Let's clean out the pantry. Let's hit up some baking chocolate. I don't know. Let's make some bad choices. Anyone else do that where it's like you, you have one flat tire on your car and you're like, let's just puncture the other three. <laughs> or you even think, I used to do this with, um, with self-soothing and binging. I'd be like, I'm just going to eat everything tonight so it won't be here tomorrow when I start fresh. <laughs> and it was just shame and more and I never felt better and the anxiety got worse and it got to a place where I realized Something bad's gonna happen. Like, this is getting really bad. I'm not able to function, and I now know I'm not showing up as any kind of mom because I'm using all of these techniques that are making me suffer. And so I was like, I gotta figure something out. There has to be a better solution. There has to be an answer. And I had learned everything I knew about business from reading books and Googling. So I know this sounds so stupid, but I literally was like, I wonder if there's a book about anxiety. And there are. <laughs> I read a book and it gave me some ideas and the ideas were simple. It was like, stop mainlining espresso shots all day so your heart will calm down. Start a movement program. So when I started running, I upped my therapy. I learned all of these hacks that were really helpful. And I was a blogger at the time and I'd never written about anything personal. But I was like, well, maybe other people who read my blog have anxiety too. And so I wrote a blog post. And I was like, hey, this is what's going on. These are the books I read. And here are five things I learned that really helped. And the response was so effusive. And so many people sent notes. And so many people sent emails. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a thing. And I heard so much feedback, oh, thank you so much. And I read that book too, and it was really helpful. And I was like, maybe there's more. And so then I started reading about all kinds of stuff. And I know it sounds silly, but that's all I'm doing. Someone said today I was doing like local uh, morning news, and they were like, what's it like to be a guru? And I was like, I have no idea. I have peed my pants jumping up and down at least nine times tonight on this stage. I'm like legitimately worried that if I open my legs too big, you might see I'm not. I was like, no, I am literally just someone who loves to research how to feel better in my life. And then I share it with other people. That's, that's all I do. And my thought process is that even if what I'm saying doesn't resonate with you, maybe hearing how I got that idea will. Or maybe you're going to sit in this audience just like I did the first time I went to a personal development conference. I went with my team. Uh, I had uh, five people on my staff at the time, and I didn't want to go alone. So I was like, hey, guys, if you want to go to this thing with me, I will pay for your travel, and I'll pay for half your ticket. Because you, you got to be in it. you got to buy in in some way. So I had five people, and we all went up to this conference. And very much like maybe some of you, we were like, what are we at right now? And that's when I got the idea that I tell you it's my first thing. I said, guys, let's just go all in. Let's talk crap about this when we get in the car, but let's just try and have our heads and our hearts open to the process. So I go to this thing, and it, it, it blows my face off. It is so much power, so much energy. I learned so much. I'm taking notes like I've had cocaine. Like, I can't get it down fast enough. I'm just like, give it to me. It's amazing. It's multi-day. First day, I'm like, yeah. Second day, I'm like, this is who I am. Third day, yeah, all the things. Third day, I'm living my best life, realizing this is always who I am, right? 
I'm leaving here, no problem. I'm going to have this energy all the time. And on the third day, a thought comes into my brain, which I now believe absolutely placed there by something divine. Some guardian angel, God herself, whispers into my ear. And I realized something that I haven't realized until this moment. I've been here for three days. I've listened to some of the most amazing speakers I've ever heard, and not one of them was a woman. And I'm like, whoa, this is okay. I'm loving the information. I'm here for some bro power. I'm here for some alpha male energy, whatever. I'll do this with you. Um, but these guys were like, yeah, you're going to eat the world. You're going to focus. You're going to be obsessed. You're going to get up every day at 3 a.m. And you're going to work until midnight. You're going to sleep for three hours. You're going to do a protein shake. You're going to freaking go, right? <laughs> and at first, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to eat the protein shake, and I'm going to do the thing, and it's going to be amazing. And they're like, be obsessed. And I'm like, I want to, but I got to make school lunch. <laughs> listening to these people, I'm like, no, but it's different for me. I am motivated. I am ambitious. I do believe in big things. I want to be a great leader, but I also want to be a great mom. I also want to be whole and complete. I don't, it's different. And even if you don't choose to have kids, like Every kind of person who sits in an audience like this needs to be hearing from someone, even if it's not me. If you came here tonight, you're like, this is not my jam. Please don't judge personal development. Go to someone else's thing. Because everybody needs to sit out there and be like, oh, dang, yeah, I get it. That's right. So for me, I'm sitting in the audience. I'm like, there are no women on this stage. And later that day, from like the depths of my soul, I think... What if I could be that woman? <laughs> Truly, that's how all this happened. That was before Girl Wash Your Face. That was before I ever thought that I could, you know, have a podcast that you guys would listen to. That was before anything was that idea. I didn't say like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be like that. I didn't say I'm going to have 15,000 people in the audience. I was just like, maybe I could be a woman who stands on stage and talks about a different kind of motivation, a more graceful, more gentle, more holistic way to approach life while also believing in big stuff. So from that space, this began. It comes from seeing in the world something that you think, like, maybe, right? Don't talk yourself out of the idea. There is no reason, literally no reason, that I should be here and you shouldn't. We need your story on this stage. We need your story, not mine, because I can only give you my perspective. I can't tell your story in your way whether that's in a book or in a podcast or with a YouTube channel or just to the people on your team or in your church community, however you want to show up as a leader, we need you to show up authentically as yourself and say, what if? What if we did this in a different way? What if we dreamed a bigger dream? And what if we told others? And what if we looked for fellow dreamers and we lifted them up because we don't believe in competition? We understand that when the tide comes into the harbor, all the boats rise. And when she succeeds at something, it doesn't mean it can't be yours. It's a sign, in fact, that you are capable of so much more than you are living today. So much more. But it starts with you trying. And I know so many people are afraid to do anything or to do the next big evolution because you're afraid that you're not going to be very good at the thing you want to do. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. 
Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Guys, no two listeners of the show are exactly alike, which means that no two vacations you take are going to be exactly alike either. And if you're looking for a place that will serve all of you, Texas has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities that allow for an infinite number of different travel experiences. I love Texas so much, I moved my family there for five years. Because here's the deal, Texas has it all. Are you a beach person? We got you. If you love a rugged vacation, not my jam, but there's plenty of campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. My favorite part about Texas the food. It is the thing I miss the absolute most. Whether you love barbecue or Tex-Mex or just want to be in cities that take their food very seriously. You can enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. Visit TravelTexas.com slash get your own to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash get your own. Who is dreaming of something right now that they're pretty sure if they try, they would be terrible at it? Don't lie. Let me give you a gift. You are going to suck. You're going to suck so bad. I give you full permission to be terrible to be the worst runner that's ever tried to run a 5K, right? To be the worst, like, third grade teacher ever until you figure out how to do a better job. You're like, oh, they're not supposed to do recreational drugs at, <laughs> is that not, not here? Okay, I see, thank you, I'm gonna try again. <laughs> it's not about trying to compete with someone else at their finish line. It's about running your race, this one right here. It's about you working on you. It's about getting better the tiniest little inch at a time. Because forward momentum is the only thing that matters. And in order to move forward, you're going to have to fall sometimes. But here's the thing, like, we get so obsessed with it looking a certain way or feeling a certain way or being like our sister, right? We want, to be, we want it to be beautiful and we want it to feel special and we want it to be something that other people look at and go like, oh, dang, she's so much better than Marissa from eighth grade. Because <laughs> we hold all of this fear and the fear keeps us from doing anything at all. Anyone feel stuck. Yeah. Here's something I want you to try. Tomorrow morning, I want you to wake up, and I want you to try anything. <laughs> like, give me, um, who said they feel stuck? You, right here. Beautiful leopard print. You feel stuck? Yeah. 
So um, can you tell me the dream? Will you tell me the dream? I want to go back to school uh, to do what? To get your law degree. Okay, lawyer. Okay. Will you stand up for me? What's your name? I know. Just think if you were in a court of law, okay? We're practicing in real time. What's your name? Angie. Angie. Okay, so Angie wants to go to law school, right? You're going to be like Elle Woods. It's going to be so fabulous. Love this. Okay, great. Because how would life be different, Angie, if, uh, if you were a lawyer? I want you to pretend right now you just made partner. You're not a lawyer. You're a partner at a major firm. You are Elle Woods. You got a chihuahua. You're wearing all pink, okay? It's amazing. How would life be different if that happened? I could motivate other minorities to go into this field, yeah? Be real with me right now. How would it change your family's life? I would be a first-generation lawyer in my family. Yeah. Do you have kids? Yeah. Um, how old are your kids? He's three. What would it look like? How would it change his perception of women if his mom was a badass attorney? Pretty big, right? Would it change your family's life financially? Yeah. What would you be able to do with the finances if you were a partner at a law firm? Open a nonprofit. Open a nonprofit. Yeah. Here's the thing. I want you to catch this. It's a beautiful dream. And thank you, guys. Give it up for her for being willing to do this. Thank you for telling your story. You're great. Thank you for telling your story because in your story, they're going to see themselves. But I want you to catch something that Angie just did because a lot of women do this. I asked her, how would it change your life financially? And she immediately said, here's how I will help other people. That's God calling. He says, <laughs> he says keep up the good work. <laughs> she immediately said, how can I give it to other people, right? Right? Go back into a power pose for me. Yeah, good job. You are allowed to want something for yourself and your family. You are allowed to use those finances to do things for you and your family. And nobody in this room will judge you for not immediately starting a nonprofit. So paint a more emotional picture for me. And you can. You can do that. You can do that. Paint a more emotional picture. Paint something that you can get attached to that makes your heart beat. Who could you help in your immediate family if your financial situation was different? Your mom. You love your mom. Did she come to your mind when you were doing gratitude practice today? What would you do for her if your financial situation was different? She would be taken care of. You buy her house? Yeah. And one of the most amazing things I ever got to do was to pay off my grandparents' home. Um, because most of the time... When we come into financial gains, we don't go out and get a golden jet and fly around with popping bottles <laughs> and hanging out, right? We use it to help people we love. We use it to help people who took care of us, right? How, what's your son's name? Mateo. Mateo. How different would his life be if financially, I don't even know what a partner makes, a million dollars a year. <laughs> but seriously, how different would it be? He would have all the opportunities I didn't have. He could go to private school. You, he could major in photography. Is that your dream? Something. It's someone's dream. Maybe Mateo's. We don't know. Right? His life changes. Do you go on family vacations? Like in the future. Right? We're at, you know where we're at? We're at Alani in Hawaii because we're just paying all the Disney money because we have that now. Right? Our, our, our son, our future children, if you decide to have them, maybe you pay for school. They don't have student loans. Right? Right? What does it look like on Thanksgiving or Christmas? None of the family has to worry about it. Right? You have everything you need and everyone's taken care of. Paint a picture for yourself that's emotional. Be obsessed with the what. The voice in the back of your mind will try and tell you, oh, how? How could I go back to school? How could I study for the LSATs? How could I do these things? And you'll get so bogged down with the how that you won't even try. 
So tomorrow, are you already on this journey or are you just like are just beginning? You left it. Anyone ever walked away from a dream you were working on? Hold up your hand for real. Will you turn around and look at the room? Are you obsessed with the what? Is that what you said? So, so, you're not the only one, okay? You're not the, one, the only one who's ever been here. So, you didn't leave it because you're still in it. You just took a little bit of a break. Yeah? Okay. So now that the, the dream is reignited tonight, maybe, what are you going to do tomorrow? Take out my LSAT books. What else could you do? Let's brainstorm real quick. Anything you can think of, what else can you do tomorrow? Take a practice test. Could you watch Legally Blonde and get pumped up? I'm just saying. <laughs> could you watch Legally Blonde too? Not as good, but still fun, right? Anything, you're gonna try anything. You could get a coach, you can find an online community, you can go follow people who are in law school, you can go follow other mamas, I bet you can go follow other Latinas, I bet you can find people who look like you, but you're gonna try something. And then if it doesn't work, you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna try something else. And if that doesn't work, you're gonna try something else. And if you take the LSATs and it doesn't work, then you're gonna go look at Kim Kardashian, who's literally reading the law and like took her four tries or whatever and she had COVID and who cares, but it's amazing. I don't know. You're gonna find stories that arm you with power so that you can stand back up and go again. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yes. Guys, give it up for her. You can sit back down. To me, being healthy is really grounded in nutrition. Honestly, what I eat and what my kids eat is super important to how we live our lives. It's why I love a company like Thrive Market because Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So when I go online and I use their on-site filters, I can figure out exactly my lifestyle needs and trust that what I'm getting from Thrive Market is what I want to take into my body. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. You join, they give. You can join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash rach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash rach. Thrivemarket.com slash rach. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company & Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. to dream for yourself. Someday you can build the nonprofit. Right now, you're going to think about how you can take care of Mateo because that is going to keep you going when you feel tired. See, that's a question that I get a lot. They're like, how, how, do, you, how do you stand back up and go again? How do you motivate yourself when you're feeling unmotivated? And the best answer I know of is to attach the dream to somebody who needs it more. Find someone in your life, even if it's a thing that you make up, even if it's, I'm going to do this for the kids in my community who never had the same access or resources. 
But you have to find something in you that will stand back up and go again even when it gets hard. Because guess what? It will. See, I think you guys did a really brave thing tonight. I think you called a shot and you spoke it out loud. And that is something very few people will ever have the courage to do. Most people will look back on their life and think, oh, I could have been. I might have been a singer. I could have done local theater. I could have tried to write that book. I could have tried the podcast. I could have gone back to school. I could have broken the generational cycle of trauma in our family. I could have, I could have, I could have, but I was so afraid of what my mother-in-law would think <laughs> that I stopped trying. So here's how I think this goes, right? Um, I'm just going to get, I grew up in the church, and whatever uh, faith you have or don't have any faith at all, um, you don't have to believe like I believe, but I grew up in the church, and in the Christian faith, there is a, there's a scripture that's like famous, tentpole, and I think even if people didn't grow up in the church, they might have this scripture because it's used so often. And the scripture says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, right? Anyone familiar with this scripture? Yeah. So I always think that when we have the courage to call the shot, I think that when you're like, okay, I'm going to be a lawyer. And even more powerful than that, we don't say I'm going to be a lawyer. We say I am a lawyer. Because something happens to your brain when you say something like that. When you state the dream as if it has already happened, your subconscious trips out. Because our subconscious does not know the difference between things that have happened and things that we imagine. And the reason I know that's true is because has anyone in this room ever given themselves an anxiety attack imagining things that never happened? <laughs> right. Your brain doesn't know the difference. So when you actually state it, when you say, I am a lawyer, from a place of power, when you do a little windows to the wall, like, I am a lawyer... When you write it down, when you put it on uh, post-its around your house, when you tell people you love, when you begin to manifest something like this, your brain takes notice and it starts looking for ways to help you. I swear this is real. When you begin on this path for real, you're going to start hearing people at the coffee shop who are talking about law school. That's how this happens. It's not even magic. It's actually how our brains are wired. There's something in your brain called the reticular activating system. You don't need to know about it except this. It takes notice of things. It pays attention to what is important to you. Have you ever gotten a new car and you'd never seen anyone driving that car? And then you drive your new car and you're feeling all cool and everybody has the car. That's because your brain has been wired to pay attention to it. And when you call the shot, your brain starts to go, okay, she's interested in marathon. She's going to challenge herself to a marathon. You'll start to see runners everywhere you go. You'll start to see people on Instagram who are training for something too. Your brain will begin to draw it to you. So when we call our shot, right, when we, when we name it and we say it out loud and we write it down and we tell people and we speak with courage, I believe that God in her infinite wisdom, is up there and she's looking down at you and you're like, I'm gonna be a lawyer. I am a partner in a major law firm. And God's like, okay, Angie. Okay, look at this, okay. Yes, right? And she's like, okay, this is gonna be daunting. You have a three-year-old. You know, you have feelings, you feel triggered about the past experience, you got that voice in the back of your head, she's like, okay, this is a really tall mountain that you want to climb, Angie. It's a really tall mountain. God's up there, and she's like, this is a really tall mountain, Angie, but I see you, and I'm going to set it up, right? And so Angie starts down the path to climb her mountain. And has anyone ever done this where you start working on a dream, you sign up for the gym, you get yourself a coach, you sign up for the business, and almost immediately your world goes to hell in a handbasket. The washing machine broke. Your sister gets sick. 
The kids get sick. The dog gets sick. Everything feels like it's super hard, right? And you're like, okay, this sucks. This is hard. It's a lot of tension. Maybe you're like, I'll start again later. You start again later. You start walking down the path. And then something happens. Something happens pretty startling, and it knocks you to the ground, right? You, you think that you study so hard, but you don't pass. You don't pass the test. And so you're down on the ground, and you're so discouraged because you really thought you had it this time. And you're down there, but you're like, okay, I knew this was part of the process. That chick told me that on that stage that this was going to be hard. And so I'm going to stand back up, and I'm going to keep walking, right? And then something else knocks you sideways, and you fall down again, and you're getting weak, right? Yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, this feels like the shadow of death. This feels so hard and so impossible, and every step takes longer. And even though you know forward momentum is the only thing that matters, it feels impossible to even move by an inch. And you keep getting knocked down, you keep getting knocked down, and eventually, eventually you stay there. You stay on the ground and you think, see, this is a sign this was not meant for me. This was meant for someone stronger. This was meant for someone better. This was meant for someone who had family who were lawyers who could help them out. This was meant for someone other than me. And you, you, you latch on to that scripture and you're like, you know, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, like you are with me. At least God's with me on this journey, even though you feel so alone. And the thing is, I think people miss the whole point of that scripture. Yes. People miss the whole point of the scripture. It says, yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You're supposed to keep going. You're not supposed to die here. You give up. You give up. You, you lay down and you stop trying and you say, okay, I guess I don't get to have that life. And I think that your creator is up there going, wait, 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 wait. You told me you wanted to climb a mountain. So I created a path that would make you strong enough for the climb. You pray for strength and you think it will immediately come to you. No, if you, play, if you pray for strength, you're going to be faced with challenges that give you the opportunity to grow some. You are not meant to die in the valley. I don't know what your dream is and I don't know why it's on your heart, but I believe it's on your heart for a reason. I believe that you would not be given an idea that you were not capable of seeing to fruition. Whether that dream is to be the world's greatest stay-at-home parent, the world's greatest middle school principal, to build a nonprofit, to make a million dollars, it's your dream. It's your dream. And you don't have to show everybody the work and you don't have to show everybody the progress. You need to put yourself down on this ground and freaking try something. Stop being afraid of failure. Be terrified of getting to the end of your life and knowing you could have done something more. If you can't do it for yourself, do it for your kids. If you can't do it for kids, do it for siblings. Do it for parents. Do it for grandparents who paved the way so that you could have this opportunity. My grandparents were migrant farm workers. They picked cotton. Those are the shoulders that I stand on today. They're not here on this earth with me anymore, but they are here with us tonight. And I like to imagine that they stand with me on this stage and they look out into this audience and they know that y'all are here because they came before. So if you can't do it for you, find someone you can do it for.
You did not come this far to die in the valley. You came this far to believe in something bigger than you are today. Tell your story. Show up for your life. Believe that you are worth the effort. The collective dreams in this room could change the world. But at the very least, they most definitely can change yours. I'm so grateful to be here with you tonight. But I'm not going to be with you tomorrow. It's on you. And the beauty of that is that you are strong beyond measure. You are warriors. You know what you have lived through to get here. And those things, they did not take you down. The fact that you are in this room means you stood up again and you were like, maybe this chick, maybe this book, maybe this therapist, maybe this thing, you keep trying and you keep trying and you keep trying. And I swear, I swear to you, something's gonna click. But it all starts with a single step. And a single step starts with you believing in yourself. So I hope you'll dream big. And I hope you'll support each other. And until I see you next time, remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org.